good morning. Today is Wednesday, May 20th, 2020. My name's Keith. I'm one of the pastors at Greenacres Baptist Church in Athens, Georgia. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me. A Well, today we are going to finish the book of First Peter by reading First Peter chapter five, uh, the verses there, verses one through fourteen. Remember, we went into this following Easter, thinking about what it means to live new life or resurrected life. And Peter here writing to the churches um, that he's speaking to. You can imagine uh, we we read the first part there of the book of Acts first, where we saw Peter kind of rise as one of the key figures, one of the leaders in this new movement of Jesus followers, this new uh, community of people who wanted to commit themselves to the way of Jesus. So now this is Peter a little later in life writing to one of these communities. He says here, First Peter chapter 5, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's suffering, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those who entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the cheap shepherd appears, he will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to the elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because, and he's quoting from Jesus here, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's almighty hand, that that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. With the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly, encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, stands or sends you her greeting. Talking about the, the church in Rome there. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you her greetings. And so does my son Mark. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all for who are in Christ. And again, just like this whole book, there's so much packed in. Uh, so many quotes that Peter is giving that are just direct quotes from what Jesus would have definitely said to him at one point or another. 
and Peter's giving it back to us. But there's just two things in this passage that I think are worth pointing out today at least. First, notice that Peter, while speaking to the elders and the youngers in the church, those that are older and those that are younger in the church, reminds them that to clothe themselves in humility and preference towards each other is actually one way that we remind ourselves that Jesus opposes the proud and favors the humble. When you really sit and think on this a while, this is a startling application and really a challenging warning. I think it'd be prudent to spend a few minutes today considering how the Holy Spirit might be inviting you into deeper humility. Read the passage again, just the first part of this chapter and how Paul talks about those who are in authority, those that listen to those who are authority, and and how the instruction is to prefer the other one, actually. So ask yourself, how well you prefer others. Ask yourself, how far is too far before you become uncomfortable with not getting, quote, your way? And then ask the Holy Spirit to remove that pride in your life and lead you into better humbleness. Remember, Philippians tells us that Jesus himself humbled himself to the cross. And humbling ourselves to prefer others, regardless of their status or your status in the faith community, is one way that we identify with Jesus's humbling. Second and finally, notice how Peter continues to use rich metaphors loaded with meaning from his Bible, what we would call the Old Testament. Remember, Peter didn't have the book of First and Second Peter <laughs> to draw on. He had just what we call the Old Testament and the teachings of Jesus. But first, Peter reminds us that our enemy is a spiritual reality called the devil that walks like a lion, lion trying to devour you, a roaring lion. That's the image of uh, a lion right about to pounce on their prey. This is a startling image and meant to startle us into understanding the seriousness of the threat. He also calls Rome, the place he is writing from in, in the church there, he calls Rome Babylon, <laughs> right there at the very end. And this is another image from his Bible, our Old Testament, that is loaded with meaning. We know that we face a spiritual enemy who is behind the structures and systems built by the world that ultimately maim, cripple, and destroy those who are under them. And now we're left asking ourselves, how do we live well in the Babylon we currently live in? How do we resist the devil, the spiritual reality behind Babylon's system, the world's systems, who seek to devour us? Well, Peter's whole first book is the answer to that question. Peter says, walk in love, walk in humbleness, do these things, even when under persecution, because this is the way of Jesus and the new life that Jesus is offering us. Remember, that's kind of how we came into this. What does it mean to live new life? Well, a new life, or, or the life that Peter's talking about here, is where peace comes to the sojourner and the stranger, or this new kingdom of priests that we are all a part of now, who live in Babylon, but ultimately have an allegiance to a kingdom where love and humbleness become our new way of life, just like Jesus. New life, resurrected life, is a life filled with love and humbleness as we walk as foreigners in Babylon. So like before, 
I'll finish reading some of Peter's final words to you again as, as we close out the book of 1 Peter, and then I'll pray. Peter says, And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Father, again, we come to you this morning and we thank you for providing a new way of life, for showing us what that new life is, but Lord, ultimately making this way of life possible, for paying the sin debt that we could not pay on our own. Lord, bless us now as we go into our day, be with us, give us the strength to live out this truth. Lord, we we know it is uh, one thing to talk about living humbly and living with love as our guides, but it's a whole nother thing to live that. But that's the radical truth and the radical reality that you came to show us, the path to a good life. Lord, lead us in that today. To you be the honor and glory forever.